copywriter and marketer for small business owners and host of the Hype Gal podcast, a show dedicated to making marketing topics like copywriting, messaging, and email list building easy to understand and implement so you can grow your business. I believe business is a marathon, not a sprint, and my hope is that each episode leaves you feeling less confused and more confident in your marketing and gets you excited to keep showing up for what you do because the world needs what you have to offer. Without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Hype Gal podcast. I'm so excited to jump into the official first episode. And while this podcast is going to cover many of my favorite marketing topics, we're kicking this show off with hands down my favorite ever subject, email marketing. And I know I can just hear you shouting and cheering in the background. Um, But listen, if you're even the least bit curious about adding email marketing to your business or personal brand, stick around and I promise it's going to be a good episode. If it's not and you wind up not liking it at all, please send all of your complaints to I did my very best at hypegal.co. All right, so if you're new around here or haven't heard, I'll be launching an email marketing course in June of 2021. You can actually hop on down to the show notes to get on the wait list if you're listening to this before June. And if you're listening after, you can head to my site and enroll in the course, which will also be in the show notes. So the reason I'm shamelessly plugging that course is because with a course launch comes market research. And I've done a lot of research for this course, nearly a year's worth. And when I say the people have spoken and this course is needed, I truly mean it and believe it. So along with doing that market research, I learned something that I didn't fully realize until after seeing the data. And one of the questions I asked in my market research survey I did a few months ago was, what is your greatest roadblock or struggle when it comes to using email marketing for your small business or brand? And I wasn't prepared for the amount of responses related to email myths, misconceptions, and mindset blocks that I received. Um, I was 10 out of 10 expecting answers surrounding, I don't know what to say in emails or how to say it, when to send emails, subject line drama, technical issues, et cetera. And this is exactly why market research is so important. Now, do you need to do a year's worth like I did? Absolutely not. Um, But if I wouldn't have put out this survey, then I would have never known that 50% of the people who took it actually need me to speak to those common myths, misconceptions, and mindsets that they have around email that's preventing them from starting and growing their list. And if that's you, then my hope is that this episode helps you see email in a new light and frees you up to see what's possible possible for you and your business or brand with email marketing. Because I know underneath all of those what ifs and I don't know if it will work for me or I just don't have the time is another thought that says, you know, I really do feel like I might be missing out on a foundational element of my marketing by avoiding email, but I just don't know what to do about it. And don't worry, we're going to get there. But before I do, I want to talk about my top three reasons why email marketing is important for your brand, whether you're a personal brand with nothing to sell right now, a solopreneur, a coach, or any kind of small business product or service-based, okay? All right, so number one, Almost everyone uses email, 3.9 billion people to be exact with an estimated 4.3 billion 
estimated to be using email by 2023. That's half of the world's population. This means that your ideal client audience, customer, etc., they're all reachable via email. And while they also might be bouncing around from social platform to social platform, they still come back to their email inbox at an average of 20 times per day, which is 60% of the time that they go back to their email inbox is on their phone. So just analyze your own behavior. How many times are you checking your email on your phone or while you're sitting at your computer working from home, right? Okay, point number two, email has the largest ROI of any other marketing platform that exists today, ROI meaning return on investment. It's estimated that for every $1 you spend on email marketing, you can expect to earn a return of $42. That's a 4,442% return on investment, which is why if you're a business or personal brand that plans on selling anything in the future, your email list is one you definitely want to be marketing to. Point number three, which is the last one, but definitely not the least, is that email is one of the safest and most sustainable ways for you to market your business or brand. We've heard it a hundred times before, so I don't want to harp on it too much, but we do not own our social media platforms. And I'm not just talking about followers on Instagram. We don't own our TikTok accounts, clubhouse followers, Facebook groups or pages, etc. But we do technically own our email list in the sense that we can download them. We can download the CSV file list of subscribers and take them with us wherever we go. All right, now that we've covered those important facts and I've kind of built a case, just in case you're wondering, okay, Carson, but why do I even need email marketing for my business or brand? Let's dive into the three most common myths, misconceptions, and mindsets I found that people had um, from my research around why they struggle with email marketing. And I wanna make a quick disclaimer beforehand because I am not discussing these topics from the point of view that I'm calling out your limiting beliefs or trying to overcome your objections with my own thoughts because you know if I can do it, so can you, not at all. I want you to keep in mind that I think all of these reasons, especially when it comes to mindsets, are valid and we all have our own strengths and weaknesses in business. But while you're listening, I do ask that you pay attention and see which of these you identify with and challenge yourself to see it in a different light. Okay, let's jump in. The first one is, I have too small of an audience to start an email list. Okay, I get it. To be honest, when I first started HypeGal in 2019, I thought the same thing. Um, But let me ask you this. You had zero audience when you started your Instagram or Facebook account or TikTok or Clubhouse, right? And then you put yourself out there, started creating content, and it grew, right? You invited people to join you. So even if you have one, 10, 100, or 1,000 followers, that's enough people to start an email list with. If you choose to go the route of starting a social media platform for your brand or business first, which is most common, and that's that's fine, then leverage those followers and get them on your list. Social media is one of the best and most powerful ways to start and grow an email list because you are inviting a warm audience that's already familiar with you and your content. So for all my business owners, or people who plan on using email to sell later on down the road, let me give you a really, really cool example 
and formula to show you that you don't need a large list to make a profit, okay? So let's say you have a new course coming out or product, whatever it is, and you want to make $1,000 by marketing only to your email list. Maybe you're doing a soft launch, maybe you're doing some type of beta program, and we'll say that you have 250 subscribers, which is pretty accomplishable for starting and growing a list, and the average conversion rate, just so you know, for email marketing when you're selling something is 0.02%, that's very small, and the price of your course is $200, okay? so. We'll take the 250 people, that's the number of people on your list, and we're gonna multiply that by the average conversion rate for selling to a list, which is 0.02. From that, 250 times 0.02 is five, all right? So you only need five people from your list to make $1,000 because five, those five people from that math we just did times 200, which the price, which is the price of your offer, your course, et cetera, is $1,000. That is pretty incredible. So I just wanted to do um, just a little math problem to show you that you don't need a large list to accomplish your goals when selling using email marketing. And that's only from a list of 250 people, which I know that might seem like a lot to you if you're like, okay, Carson, well, I have zero right now. So that's a pretty big deal. But once you start growing, you will see how accomplishable that really is. And then it'll feel like really the sky is the limit for you when you start nurturing your list. All right. So the next one is the next misconception myth mindset is I don't have the budget. In the past, I 1000% felt this way too. Like why the heck are email marketing providers so expensive? And I know they're businesses that are out here trying to make money just like you and me, but I still couldn't get over the price increases when your list grows. It feel it really does feel like sometimes like, okay, so I'm being penalized because my list is growing. Like I have to pay more when I hit another bracket. Um, and while some providers are definitely more budget friendly than others, I wanted to share my favorite low-cost email marketing provider, which is Flowdesk. It's $38 per month forever. You're never going to be penalized for growing your list. It's one flat rate forever, okay? And I even have a 50% off code in the show notes for those who want to grab it at $19 a month. And also, if you want to, if you're already using an email marketing provider and you're like, wow, that's a lot less expensive than the one I'm using right now, and I don't get penalized when my list grows, you can try Flowdesk for free um, for 30 days with a trial. So it's kind of risk-free for a month so you can really get your bearings and try it out. But some other budget-friendly platforms you can try are Sendinblue, CakeMail, MailerLite, SendGrid and Sendy. And full disclaimer, I haven't looked into all of those or used all of those personally, but I did a little bit of research for you and they definitely checked the budget box for me. So I would definitely recommend trying those out as well. All right, last but not least is email is too time consuming and I have other marketing priorities that need to come first. To be honest, I'd dare to say this is how we all feel when it comes to prioritizing email marketing. We definitely rather start with Instagram or TikTok, a Facebook group, even because, you know, we live in a microwave society where we want instant results and instant gratification. And I'm not gonna lie, social media does all of that for us. We create the content, 
People like it. They comment, they share it, they DM us, and they interact with us in so many different ways that it feels like such a good return on our time spent creating for it. However, let's pause and circle back one more time to the last point I made in re the importance of email marketing for our brand or business at the beginning of this episode, and that is we do not own our social media platforms. Look, I am very sad about it too, okay? I am not... I'm not approaching this as an email marketer bashing social media platforms. I truly wholeheartedly believe social media is one of the best, most powerful ways to grow your list and I don't want anything to happen to it, okay? So I want all the Instagram marketers out there, all the social media marketers out there to feel like I am on your team with this, okay? But it's the truth and so if you're choosing not to spend any of your time inviting your audience over to a secure platform like email where you can also nurture and build a relationship with them while spending 100% of your time dedicated to creating and cranking out content for platforms that we're borrowing instead like Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, any social media platform, your Facebook group even, it just doesn't make sense for long-term success. And another disclaimer, I highly, highly doubt this will happen, okay? I'm just speaking it into existence. But imagine this for a second, all right? What if you wake up tomorrow and your Facebook group or your Instagram or TikTok, wherever you, wherever you spend the most time or whatever you create the most content for and have the most engaged audience, what if it's gone or what if it's down when you're trying to announce something or you're launching a course, a product, a service, whatever it is, I bet you'd be like, dang, I wish I would have gotten their email address and nurtured them via email marketing so I could let them know what's going on and where they can find me now or where they can keep um, investing in my services or products or my new launch, etc. Also, just time out for a second. How do you think the gurus we love and look up to built their businesses before social media? There was actually a time before pre-social media, right? It feels like we're talking about dinosaurs in some historic era, but pre-social media, people had to grow their businesses in other ways and they weren't just networking in person all the time. They had email lists and blogs that promoted their email lists. Okay, now that we've come to the end and we've covered what I have found to be the three most common myths, misconceptions, and mindset blocks when it comes to email marketing, whether it's starting your list or building your list or continuing sending emails to your list, I want you to ask yourself if you resonated with any of those. Did it wake anything up for you? Do you feel any more hopeful or empowered? Did you hear any of them and you're like, yeah, actually, that is why I haven't pursued this. I feel like, you know, I might be missing, like email might be the thing that's missing from my marketing because I know it's secure and I know I can't rely on social media all the time but yeah this really has kept me from pursuing it and I want you to know that I truly mean it when I say that all of your feelings around what's kept you from pursuing email marketing in your business or for your brand they're all valid but it truly doesn't have to be as overwhelming as you think or has or as someone has made it seem for you you might have come across a piece of content on social media 
or who knows where that just made email seem like just another overwhelming, unattainable thing for you to tackle. And it's just not the case. And if this episode sparked your interest in email at all, I really do encourage you to keep tuning in every Monday for this email marketing series. Uh, To be honest, I'm not sure how long this series is going to last just yet, but it's going to be impactful, empowering, and I'll be sure to give you some applicable tips along the way. We're going to cover things like, yes, how to start and grow your email list or how to restart that email list. Because I know a lot of times people are really good at creating the lead generator or freebie uh, for your list to attract people to um, subscribe to your list. But then we're not so great sometimes about following up via email or maybe we send one email and then we just fall off the wagon with it because we think that we need to reinvent the the literal (laughs) wheel when it comes to our email content. Um, We're going to talk about lead generators in general. How do you create a good one um, that really attracts and qualifies and brings value to your audience? Um, Landing pages, we'll chat about how to write really good emails, um, different types of email workflows like welcome campaigns, sales campaigns, nurture campaigns, some automation type stuff, how to maybe um, batch your email content. So if you follow me on Instagram and you're listening to this episode around the time that it airs and you're like, oh my gosh, I have a really great question in re-email, feel free to shoot me a DM or send me an email with your question um, over at Carson at hypegal.co. And that's Carson spelled K-A-R-S-E-N. So there's no confusion. And please send over your most burning email topics when it comes to list building, email marketing, etc. I would love to hear from you um, what's keep what, what you're struggling with and um, just really help you overcome those things and give you some tangible tips. All right. So that wraps up this episode. I hope that you are feeling more free and empowered when it comes to email marketing. I hope you understand why it's so important for your brand or business, no matter if you have something to sell yet at or not. Um, So whether you have an offer to market or whether you're just a personal brand who might have something to sell later on down the road, or you just want to start and grow your email list community, Today, right now, in this moment, is always the perfect time to start an email list. So till next time, cheers and chat soon. Thanks for listening to the Hype Gal Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen so you never miss a marketing tip that will help you grow your small business. And if you have time, please leave a review. You can come hang out with me after each episode over on the gram at hypegal.co or join my email list community found in the show notes for more valuable exclusive content. If you have a question or topic you want me to cover, send me an email over at carson at hypegal.co. Cheers and chat next week.